0: Welcome to the Girls Talk podcast, where girls talk, girls share, girls listen, and girls take control. I'm Adjoa Boa, and I started Girls Talk because of my own struggles with mental health. The thing that brought me out the other side was knowing I wasn't in this alone, talking about my problems with my girls, and moving my body to clear my head. Which is why, every episode, I'm going to invite my friends to talk, share, listen, and take control of our shit. Because together, we will become individually and collectively stronger, inspire each other, and create a badass community. So, listen to us when you need to put your headphones in, block out the noise, and surround yourself with the tools to control whatever chaos is in your life. Hi to all my lovely listeners. So for this month of March, we've been talking about love and sex. A topic that is so important and one we should talk honestly and openly about. And like we say always with Girls Talk, nothing is too taboo for Girls Talk. So make sure to send all your submissions about relationships, sex, love stories, heartbreak, anything to do with this complex and beautiful subject of love and sex. The Girls Talk podcast exists to make women everywhere feel less alone. I want to hear all your stories of amazing women so we can lift each other up and share our tools of strength and power. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give us a review, share us with your mates, tell your mum about us and just spread the word. This is how we get all our numbers so it's really important to us. We want to make the content that you love so make sure you tell us how much you love it. Or maybe you don't love it, I don't know, I'm not sure. So I'm going to get ready to start the first part of the podcast. Girls Talk. Girls Talk. On this week's podcast, I'm joined by not one, but two incredible sporting stars Sasha and Kadine Corbin, a dual force, but also loving sisters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we are. Yeah. The, yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you both so much for being on my podcast thank, thank you for having us no. so early uh, no. yeah, it not early but it just meant we had to get up early yeah. to yes. be here on time yeah that's <laughs> right i don't know why i'm talking like this at the moment <laughs> so i'm gonna stop talking like this um thank you both so much so not only are you two sisters but you're incredible netball players and have both competed at the Commonwealth Games. So you have a love for sport, and you have a love for each other. So I want to talk a bit about that. So we can kind of cut the sex bit out and just talk about love. I Um, like
2: that one. (laughs) I'm
0: not going to ask you personal, you know, personal questions about your sex life. Don't worry, (laughs) you guys can chill now. Um, So for all our listeners and for myself, I want to hear a bit about you two. And how you came to love netball so much, and the kind of journey that you, you know, the start and now.
1: Yeah. So um, I'm Sasha, and um, I'm the older sister. Yeah. Ah, uh, netball has kind. Of, it, it kind of started from school for me. Um, definitely just a PE lesson. You know, just your normal average day going out there, just playing, learning the game. Um, but it was more my teacher that inspired me to. Uh, take it to another level. She saw some potential and wanted me to go further, and that gave me a boost, gave me some inspiration, motivation to go out and and trial for my county. So, never wasn't always though the love. I must say, because growing up, um, my sister and I will both did gymnastics. Yeah, nice. um, so we did start off like that, and that was kind of all we knew. Coming up out of primary school, straight after school, we go straight to the gym, and we'd be there three hours a day. Um, and that was kind of all we knew, but. Yeah and when I got to secondary school when all of the different sports was there the athletics the hockey the basketball the netball it was just the case of just getting stuck in and trying them all um but I loved athletics it was just the teacher my teacher was the one that said you know what you got this in netball go for it so that's kind of how it started for me yeah
2: for me because I was in because i was still in gymnastics because I was uh I was obviously I'm a bit younger than Sasha when it comes to uh, school age um I just went to one of her training sessions after my gymnastics and I must have been about five foot. Um, not, I'm five foot ten now, so I'm happy of the growth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was just training and I just went ac- I went along. I just saw a ball on the side and I saw a post and I just started to shoot. Could not hit the ring, couldn't even hit the net. Um, that's how weak I was when it comes to throwing the ball. And then the one time that I went week after week um, after gymnastics and once that ball went in I said oh my god I want to do it um watching Sasha and how she was you know moving around the court and the fun that she was having with friends and it just got to the point I want to try it too so when on the court I swear I did not know what I was doing didn't know the footwork rule I just used to run with the ball (laughs) (laughs) we used to just enjoy it run fast and then as soon as that one go I was like oh my god this is like the best thing I want to go again at that time it was you know I was Coming out of gymnastics at that point, so it was thirteen, and then, and you know, we started in our club um, Troy netball in Tottenham, and you know that just went went to leagues, and then it just spiraled after that, and it's just been amazing. The journeys have been amazing. Sash is my inspiration of why I started in the first place because I saw the fun and how she progressed in the game as quick as she did, and then seeing myself want to be at that stage and. She just inspired me to want to do that. And we've always said one day we would want to play for England together. And that was, my, that was my dream, my goal, to push myself even more. And you know what? And when that day happened, I mean, our parents couldn't be any more proud. Yeah, um, it was a beautiful moment. It was, was it? Yeah. yeah, I
1: mean, we both want to represent the country for sure. Um, to go out there representing the country is a massive honour, massive honour. And to do that with someone you've grown up with, the person that you love, the, you know, you go through ups and downs as sisters. But to go there and just do that was like, it is just an amazing, amazing experience and something that we will cherish, I guess, just forever. Ever. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I feel
0: I'd, there's something about sister love. It just it gets me, it gets me right in the throat. And it's because I have. A younger sister and she is just my everything yeah my everything and ride or the, die. yeah literally yeah. ride or die so just looking at you two as you're watching each other and <laughs> talking about a love for each other and a love for the game and it's just it's it's just magic and I just want to talk a bit about obviously Shasha, Sasha you're there uh, it was a teacher that inspired you for to sure. continue netball and she showed you your potential and then it progressed into a love for the game and and Kadine it was seeing your sister love something so much and being inspired by her and her progress and how quickly she she kind of got to where she is what is it like kind of being in in the same team now and what's your kind of relationship do you kind of for all the other players in your team is it something that really kind of stands out you two because there's something between the sisters it's like a <laughs> knowing know what you mean. and is there a deeper obviously there's a deeper kind of connection because yeah. you're sisters but is it something that stands out amongst the other players in terms of like how you move around each other and how you play with each other or do you think it also is like sometimes you're
1: harder on each other because you're family <laughs> That <one. Yeah. laughs> it's funny I guess if you was to look at both of the way that we play there's a similarity in the style in which we may take the ball, style in which we throw it, the speed of which we throw it. So that's kind of something that I think is very similar when we play um, and the movement, the speed of movement as well, changing direction. But then, yeah, I think, in a, in, especially in our team sport, everyone's so individual anyway. Yeah. So it's just about kind of bringing strength from different parts of your either personality or, or, or your kind of motivation to bring to the team. So I don't think you really notice as much that you know they're sisters mm. or anything like that when when it comes to team stuff. But there is kind of an, an intuition.
2: That I guess you kind Everyone of keep saying there's a telepathic thing. Yeah, there, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes there is. It, it may look it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's actually you know because you just know if I throw the ball to Sash, I know she's gonna get that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this, and if you don't catch it, you're gonna make me look crap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is and vice versa. So she knows she can just throw the ball as high as possible and she she may think it's I have so oh much my, faith. she's like yeah. oh my god that's the worst ball and then at the end of it I'm like I've got it yeah. <laughs> it's true so it's always like I've got it and I've got your back. That could mean but, you're like all the way on the other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sasha throws it and you're like
1: hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's
2: so true. And but it's not just Sasha like even the other girls in our team yeah. they will throw a ball that they think is the right one but then it might be too far and then at the end of it I'm just there but it's because I have faith that you can get that ball to me and it's the same thing like I I know you can pass me that ball and I'll just be on the end of it so I just yeah it's It's quite cool What positions
0: do you both play?
2: Okay, so I play centre and wing attack. Yeah. And I'm a goal attack goal shooter. Okay. So you lot can pass me the ball. Yeah. yeah. And she can and shoot was... the goals. Yeah. Uh,
1: amazing. And I played centre.
0: Yep. And wing attack. Go
2: girl. Yeah. I, think, I think we need a little link up.
0: <laughs> I know, please. I want to know how I can join. See, obviously, I'm not going to be in England team, but, you know, I can, you know, be
1: like standing on the side. you know, <laughs> Cheering. Side. <laughs> you could be feeding her the ball. Yeah. yeah. Really? And then she, <laughs> can, she can shoot.
0: Um... So what about your family? Like you said, you mentioned how proud your mom and dad were about you kind of getting to this point in which you were playing together. Was there, was this something that they did? And you said that you started gymnastics as that was your kind of first love. Was sports very much part of your family life in terms of them pushing you to have like extracurricular activities? Because it's always, it's not prominent in most families. You know, some especially living in London. You know, I went to boarding school, so sport, and it was a very sporty school. Right. So I had to do sports, and I always had a love for sports. But a lot of my friends who stayed in London, they didn't necessarily continue with sports because they weren't, they didn't have to. It wasn't compulsory at that time.
1: So I think, um, I think, like, my mum and my dad, well, my dad was a, was a cricketer, so
2: we used to go and follow him to his games. We definitely semi oh is it pro yeah. pro yeah. cricket yeah. at Glamorgan. So ew. God, that's a long game. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right. I mean, thank God it's
1: your dad because you have to be that's really supportive. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right. But it's
2: really exciting too. Once you start seeing the runs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so and then my mum, she played netball as well. So okay. it's very much And she still plays too. Oh yeah. yeah. She still plays. Um so, so Maybe had, I
0: can join your mum's team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 she'll be happy to do that, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: for sure. Yeah, But yeah, so like she, she was very much involved in netball as well. So we have had netball um, or just sport in general in our lives. Um, but my mum, man, she just wanted us to do something, you know, mm. It'd be active. So we did ballet, tap, dance, street dance. We did gymnastics, <laughs> swimming. Like she kind of gave us a menu of opportunity at the start. Yeah. Um, so then we could choose so we could yeah. find out really what it what was that we wanted, wanted to, do. to do gymnastics was definitely something we loved doing we started out in the living room our, our pe- yeah. like my mum would teach us we t- we learned our backflips in the living room first and then we
2: yeah we had this like area where we could kind of run, run. down we actually did a tumble in our house <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so we used to do a round off backflip and that was the first thing we le- had learned before we stepped into the gym club and when they saw us do that, they were like, We're taking you. Yeah. <laughs> so that was quite cool. Um so I think my mum was very on us being uh active and just loving sport. Um so that's kind of where it kind of stemmed from for sure. Do you still play um gymnastics? Do you still do, you know, we, do gymnastics?
2: We, well we play some, around. We play around yeah. with it. Um but we also we try and do the little celebrations um after big events um when it comes to netball you know last year i did it um at the Commonwealth games at the end when we won gold and it's something that we've it's because it's such a trademark that we that we do since like we've done it since 2011 so what when do we you do So we do a round-off backflip tuck um ourselves oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um on the pitch on on, on the, the court, court yeah. yeah so it started off in 2011 um when we won the fast net in liverpool talking at the same time that's that and since then something major is something that you know it's a trademark for us to just do it and because you've got the adrenaline nothing will hurt yeah (laughs) but you know the next day it will Yeah, (laughs) but it's just something that we love to do and because it's what we grew up seeing and Mm. doing we can't stop now and obviously the harder moves you can't really lose so um it's it's something that it's wonderful to still be able to do and do it at a sport that like you're also doing a different sport yeah, on top yeah, of that yeah. so it's, it's uh, yeah I love them celebrations not gonna lie Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> we have to win though you can't you can't just do it you not just, do is it. Is not just doing it's it it's gotta be really like yeah. a proper history kind of yeah. making and it's like yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is it what about what, what's the age gap between you both
2: three, three years and eight months I'm gonna be so Girl. specific yeah.
0: <laughs> so
2: you're <laughs> I'm the younger one so yeah, yeah. how old are
0: you I'm twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Your girl's thirty. Yeah. 30. <laughs> yeah. So between my sister, we are two school years, but I think it's about eighteen months or a okay. bit longer. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because our school year is like f- five. So it's <laughs> mm. really big. It's quite like, school a long, year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But what I also, as the older sister, and um, I think you forget. Sometimes that you are kind of paving the way in terms of your younger sister, you know, that they're kind of following in your footsteps. And I always kind of I have these conversations with my sister and she's like, you know, I always I look up to you so much. And I'm like, well, really? <laughs> like I'm just doing. But it's you sometimes forget. And I think my sister and I do completely different things, but it must be so beautiful to be doing the same. Like there's just being the same team and kind of following in the same footsteps of each other Did you get competitive with each other
2: absolutely all the yeah. time um, I think we've just grown up in competitive um, scenes so anything that we do is all about winning and it, I remember like even in like our little warm up games in training we're always we're always separate so we always would win yeah <laughs> but we don't make it as separate because we're sisters it's just it happens like that and you know you just want to win just because it's your team yeah, and yeah. it's like Yeah, it was so competitive. No matter how small it is, it could be a board game. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) My sister and
0: I are the same. We're literally but also we want to be on the same team. We play um articulate. Oh, okay. And if my sister and I are on the same team, we'd I mean, we don't even have to talk to each other. She'll just say a word that has absolutely nothing to do with the word. (laughs) And then you Because we're so close, I'll be like, Yeah. (laughs) Belgium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. she said like could something you know that country like, you don't really know and I yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: Belgium yeah <laughs> you got it
0: yeah. she's like correct yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just and i always you know i know some siblings that aren't that close and i mean she really Kessa is my ride or die there's nothing i almost i look at her and she's as my younger sister she's, she's all i see all the qualities that we share and all her qualities that I don't have. She's definitely... Yeah. And I'm like, you're like a golden child. Oh, you're I like my that. baby. Yeah. I love you so much. And I think... Did you two, did you two fight when you were Absolutely. young? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I had a couple of things thrown at me. Yeah. Oh,
2: stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing, like, I'm... Even though I'm the younger one, I'm so overprotective um, over Sash. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I don't know... How that's become, because obviously back in the day we used to fight and all that stuff. But like it's I don't know, anything that happens to her feels like it happens to me. Mm. It's like, you know, when people say twins feel the same thing? Yeah. I know we're not twins, but I feel the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I can see what you're going through and I'm like, I become it's weird, but I try and become like the ground for every like for both of us just to be, you know. I understand yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. I'm so overprotected over her no matter what I don't care how small or how big it is completely yeah because my mouth does not stop no exactly <laughs> it's
0: like you can think anything like I can say anything about Keswa but you definitely can't don't you, yeah, even think you can join exactly. in? exactly and it's like I remember Keswa <laughs> so funny and so typical me to kind of make it about myself but we um <laughs> we were sat at breakfast and Keswa had just gone through a breakup and then she's just talking about, it. she's not crying or anything. And I literally start weeping at the table. I'm like, give me one second. <laughs> and I walk out. I'm like, oh, God. And I come back in. I was like, I just can't handle how sad you are. She's like, I'm fine. Like, why are you crying? You just took it all <laughs> on, I felt didn't you? It. I felt it. I just, yeah. I feel all the things that she goes through. And I, it's, it's just a deeper understanding. It's like, yeah. a, sure. it's like people, unless you have a sister, you, you'll never really get it. Yeah. Um so Sasha, you you're also dedicating your time to a community netball program, um, solo sessions. Yeah. Where well, you get young girls from inner city areas into the sport.
1: Yeah, so previously I was doing some stuff with um like back to netball where I was trying to get loads of women back into the game yeah. that hadn't played before, um, that, you know, maybe have played when they were in school but haven't touched it for years. And that was something that I absolutely loved doing, and um then i went I got lots of messages from like after maybe games that were happening, and people would ask, like, "How can I get better and um and I just wanted to kind of put a platform together to show people how they can train by themselves, which is why it was called solo sessions, um oh, yeah. just to you know give people tools, give them fun, creative ways, things that they can do away from training that they can um, go out and practice and try by themselves or take a partner and try. Yeah, And then it's kind of grown to a thing where it's become more of an inspirational thing. So if clubs, schools, groups that are just wanting to get together to try something new, um, I deliver sessions to those people to just inspire them about netball, show them, show them my love and passion for the game and... Yeah, just give them an experience that they just will never forget. Like, yeah. that's what I want and that's what I love. And then the messages at the end are just, it makes me want to do it over and over and over again. Like, I love, love sharing experiences. But it's so amazing that, because, you know, like you said about
0: your own kind of teacher when you first started, yeah. your own coach. Um, it It's just like passing on that that love for the game. For it's sure. passing on the the kind of, the kindness that you were shown in kind of someone giving you that confidence to carry on for sure and you giving it to the kind of the other girls that are kind of wanting to get into it or don't even know that they may be good at it that's right yeah and I think it's hard at school because you know I was talking about it to someone the other day you know it's hard sometimes when, when maybe you're not very like um academic or maybe you're not good at that thing and sometimes it's it's hard to find your thing at school for sure um and and you know I think a teacher um is always something that's quite great in in showing you that you could do this or maybe it's not necessarily the thing that's that you're amazing at but you you love it so why not it doesn't matter you know sometimes it's all about like being the best but actually sometimes it's like if you just love it exactly you know you don't have to be the best at it but if
1: you are finding joy Mm. if you are finding uh motivation a a purpose anything along those lines it's it makes it fun you do oh it's just the best feeling yeah you know to feel a part of something and that's what I love about netball I guess is is because it's so team yeah you are with other people people are going through things with you you can help pick someone up if you see them struggling they could it is very much a family feel at times. And of course, there's that still competitiveness. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. say that's not there. But in a really nice way, like um, trying to better yourself. And sometimes you're going to come up against different challenges. And that happens within the game. If someone's really rough on you, actually, now what can I do to change what I'm doing? Yeah. It's just little things that keep you going. Um, team should, sports
0: team. is something that I'm <laughs> really missing at the moment. I do a lot of training, but I really like to... Um, start playing in a team again. Wicked! It was something I loved so much at school. I wish I had too many distractions at school, and I think I wish I'd kind of taken my netball more seriously. But it was something that I played all the way through school. Cool. I had to, you know, my mum and dad were very kind of like adamant that I had to continue playing sports. And we spoke about it briefly, but ne- now netball is is
2: it's now curriculum. Yeah. yeah. So they would they have to put it in all P lessons. Yeah. No matter if it's male and female, um, everyone plays. So everyone just Love that it's just It's so good because there's not also just so female. much
0: um there's little understanding about yeah. the game. You know, people are like, so I don't get understanding. You don't you don't move with the ball. <laughs> I, yeah. So isn't it really so I'm like you don't even know how fast the game yeah, is. It's I think like,
2: most people look at school and because at school you don't really know how to play. So yeah there is a lot of stop and start and yeah. you're learning. learning. But then if you step out of that area and just look not just international you know our national league is very fast as well and it's on tv you got to be honest it's now more on tv because um coverage is now getting better when it comes to netball yeah and just if you see if you are anywhere near a tv just throw it on put it on just Just have a look have a look because even if it's for five minutes it's such an incredible game it's fast paced if people like you know the flair of people, how people move. It's not just what happens with the su- with the person with the ball. It's what happens around it, yeah, exactly. and that's what makes oh, that's my what God, makes It's giving ball. me like <laughs> energy. I just want to yeah. get back on
0: there because I'm just thinking about all the different movements and yeah. the like, and the like, the power in th- yeah. in, in throwing that ball. Jump. People
2: are like, people can jump high. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you fit the smallest I one. I mean, can you jump. can definitely, yeah,
0: <laughs> you both actually, yeah. So. Netball is now part of the curriculum in schools. One of the main reasons that girls drop out of sport is that they struggle to manage their schoolwork and their training. Um, Do you have any advice for our girls so they can keep playing and stay on top of their studies?
1: Yeah, I think the main thing is about organisation. Yeah. And I know it's hard, like, especially when you're young, you're just going with the flow, things are yeah. happening. We're like, let's hang out after this school. Is it. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's just about, like, if you have a focus, if you've decided to do an after school club, um, stick to it. Give yourself that, you know, stick to that. If you love that, go and do it. Um, and there will be times that there will be things that will kind of crop in and you'll have to choose because your school friends want to do something. And actually you've got this that yeah. you've got. You've got this netball session that's yeah. happening and you do have to make a choice. And that's kind of within life your friends are still going to be there mm-hmm. after that session. Yeah. So it's just about prioritizing what it is that you really really want to do. Um now you can have both. Okay? You can you can have both especially growing up in school. Just organize your time. You know what time that is. You know when you need to do your homework. You know when you have to do you know when you want to get enjoy your friends. Just just manage it and um write it down if you have to. Um and if you've got another friend that's doing it with you, do it together. Plan yeah. it together because you you both on the same kind of path. So yeah, that's was be, that I would something say. that
0: kind of came quite you know was the routine kind of I suppose it was kind of part of your like everyday life. Into but I suppose it was the kind of nicer. That's what I'm trying to say because you were both doing it together. You had that routine. Yeah. You both go. Did you both go to practice together after well,
2: school? We didn't. Because we a different age. Because oh, yeah. our age gap was quite big. We never we never really did. We only went to gymnastics, I think, for a couple of years together. And then Sasha had left to go to a different, obviously, to their netball. Um, I was still at gymnastics at that point. So you got mum and dad just throwing hair there everywhere. Don't know who's going to go yeah. with who. I feel yeah. like I was going. But <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. what was good about that, though, is just, yeah, the, the, our parents were really supportive. Mm. So it was one of those things where if it was really far, they would take us. Yeah. Um, Or we would find another family member that would would take us. So, that is obviously quite huge in to where we were trying to get to. And and yeah, so that family support is definitely huge. It's quite hard if you don't have have that support. If you really want something, you have to find the means to to do it. Um, And that's when I guess you've got to find out if you're really passionate about it and if that's something you really want to go go forward with and, and do to take it to another level. How can you do that? Are there people in the sport that can help you find those avenues? If, how badly do you want it when it comes to those things? So... Um, you will definitely make it work if if you want it, um, but you have to stay focused when it comes to taking your netball to or your sport to another level. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Yeah, um, try not to get too distracted with other things. And is that something you kind of
0: talk about with your your girls in the the community netball program? Do you talk about kind of the distractions? Like, how old are the girls that you're? you're... Um, just
1: all ranges. We're talking yeah. women, young people. Yeah, yeah any any. Ability now. Um, I don't necessarily talk about that specifically. If it comes up in conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, um, I would I would touch on it. Um, but yeah, and generally, what I do is just try and inspire them through the journey that I've had. Mm. Um, obviously, a lot of people deal with injuries going through sport, and that's something I've had a massive. Uh, Experiencing, unfortunately. Yeah. What happened? Um, So, I've ruptured my Achilles tendon Um, when I was young. I was 20. And obviously, that's quite young. You still have to try and stay motivated to come back. I've torn my ACL and my knee. My sister's also done the same. She tore her ACL um, and, like, kind of messed up the whole knee. Being out of the game for over a year. Over a year. With the Achilles or the. Well, both Both. of them were quite a long time. Yeah. So, the the Achilles was nine months and the knee was um, 14 months. So it, 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 you know for me that's huge in my learning just because um what do you do when you're you've just had an operation and you can't move and it's you know you're in so much pain you can't even fathom thinking about running and sprinting and jumping again you yeah. just want to think about um what's next and I'm quite a motivated person I'm very very on it mm-hmm. I know what I want and so I've got that mindset so for me personally it was about What's next? Okay, what do I need to do next to get to the next level? Yeah. Um, not thinking about the long term. what well, can I do a single leg squat? Like, you yeah. know, just little things that are going to get me to that place. So those are the things that I generally touch on with those, um, with, with anyone. Um, just to show them that even when things are real low, you can still come out the other side. Yeah. And I've proven that to myself. I've seen a lot of players before me do that. And that was the inspiration for me to go and do that. And that's when I documented it on YouTube, trying to get people to sh- to see the journey, not just see the end result. You see something happen and you just see the person playing again. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, how yeah. did they actually get there? Exactly. So I tried to show the different steps on YouTube as to how, um, like the things that I was going through, how I learned how to change direction again, how I learned how to run again. It was all there for people to see.
0: Did the injury happen in a, in a, in a game?
1: Yes. Um, my sister uh, let me tell you this story
2: i watched both (laughs) i actually watched both of her um, major injuries yeah the last one though was probably (laughs) the the biggest one that one affected me probably more well not more than obviously the pain that she was going through (laughs) but Mm. as someone who understands who's been through it yeah um had you been through it just i've been through it so the year that she had done her achilles tendon which was I know everything, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to dates, yeah. um, she done hers um, in 2009 in May, whereas I I did in my um, my ACL and MCL in um, June that same year, 2009. So three months later, it was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We're both sat there. now we're both sat there, can't move. <laughs> it's we both had a major up. Um, I was 17. So you um, have to have an operation. Um, if well, you don't. You can live without an ACL, but because we play such a competitive sport, you don't really want to not have it. The change of direction that we do is very intense, um, so to get it fixed um, as soon as possible is probably the best idea. I, I mean, I'm so thankful for my up. I don't. I feel like my knee is a completely different knee. Um, everyone calls it the bionic knee because it's got a couple because <laughs> it's got a couple screws in there, yeah. but um, it's yeah, no hurt. Sasha's one. Let just... me tell you what happened. Yeah, tell me, so, tell me, real no, quick.
1: Um, so the ball, normal. I would have done this, this um, move, move ten thousand, yeah. a trillion times. Yeah. yeah, catch the ball, turn, and then the knee buckles left, right, and I drop on the floor. Now, let me tell you something. I, it was like an inner feeling. You know, like when some, it's, the whole world just goes in slow mo, and yeah, I could yeah. hear it go. Honestly, it was the worst, worst feeling. I dropped to the floor. I howl. It wasn't even a scream. It was like a howl. The whole place went dead. We were in a stadium. Everyone was in silence. It was silent. You could hear a pin drop, but all you could hear was me howling. My sister was at the top. And all I remember is her just holding me on the side of, while I'm like in agony, holding me and be like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Now, she weren't allowed to come on the court because she was actually, I think you was coming back from an injury. I was coming back from, from, from my other injury as well. <laughs> yeah, she was coming back from an injury. So she weren't in the team at the time at, on that specific day. But she didn't care. She came up from the stands, ran down onto the court and held me while I was
2: in so much pain. And the umpire actually told me at the end was, I didn't want, I didn't want you to, I didn't want to stop you from getting on the court, but just so you know in, in life, you're not allowed on the court. <laughs> yeah. I said, I could not watch her in so much pain. Well, I'm just (laughs) going to stand. And watch this whole thing happen. I said, no, I I ran on that court. Mm. And I genuinely held her head. Like, you know, it's so weird. Like she was feeling like she was giving birth or something. Like (laughs) it was just literally holding her head. Just like, it's okay. Just look into my face. Forget everything else. Just do what they're saying, but just focus on me. And that was, I think, I saw the crying. I don't know. I was like tearing up myself because I I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was, wor- and it was-, it was, yeah. And then I just remember the next what I think it was like the next week. I, she was just you know I was just her nurse for the rest yeah. of the, yeah for a couple of months. But, so. let me,
1: but let me just big up Gary Burgess for letting you to come come on the court at yeah. that point because Is that the referee, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the umpire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I tell you what, if I, it was beautiful to have her there. Um, of course, it's great to have your teammates as well, but to have. My sister come I out. From no the think no one stands. knew what to do. Yeah, it was, and I, because
2: it's such a big thing. No one knew what to do. So I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. And what goes through your head at that point? Obviously, there's the pain, but is there also like I know something's really something really oh, bad has happened to my mate, body. I knew,
1: you know, when you, you just, just know. know. I yeah. thought my career was over. The yeah. way that happened, I was like, there's no coming back. I, it was my leg felt like it was detached from the other part of the leg. Like, yeah. it was genuinely. it was the worst pain I oh oh, yeah you you know it's going to be long you just almost you don't even want to you don't even want to go for the scan (laughs) because you know it's going to be terrible but you almost just want to know what it is so you can get on with life like it was bad Mm -hmm. but um that one thing I will say is you know I'm I'm very proud of myself for coming out of that I'm very proud of all the people that have come away from those kind of injuries and Something that I always say is, you know, as long as you have that mindset, as long as you don't let this thing stop you from doing what you want to do, you can always come back. Uh, it will take a lot of dedication. You have to want it. You have to be excited about the journey that you're about to take because it's not a normal journey, mm. and understand that it's going to take time. But you can come back, and that's the hugest thing that I learned from that because I, I've proved it to myself, and I've seen a lot of
2: other players and do. most most girls now are getting the same type of injuries ACLs ankles um even dislocation of fingers um they get it early so between 16 and 20 um so you know I I just think everything that Sasha's been through like even now like her YouTube if I had that when I did mine in 2009 I swear to god I would watch yeah, every single video. Where can we
0: watch it so all our listeners can have a yeah. Watch. So
2: um,
1: it's it's called Sasha Corbin Solo Sessions UK, um, and I've also got Instagram as well, Solo Sessions UK, and Twitter and Facebook. Um, but watch, yeah, watch, watch. it's just yeah. Not, there's there's different um seasons. So like, season one will just be about all like enjoying the netball, trying different things. But then the ACL recovery one is um season two, and yeah, you can just see the journey from learning how to just tense the muscle, boring stuff, to then learning how to run again, to learning how to change direction, to sprint in properly and just kinda of going through that. But then oh, there's a lot of things you can't do when you are when you are like that. So I did a lot of eye coordination, fun things that you can do by yourself, sitting down on a chair. Um, just trying to mix it up and keep it keep the motivation. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when you're so isolated from your team, you feel like you're not a part of something. And of course, when you the whole point of being in a team sport is because you are doing things with other people. So to do things by yourself and feel like you're still part of netball, um, I think is really important for those that do become injured. Now, one thing I will say, injury, please do not be scared of injuries. Netball, yeah, you know, any sport is going to potentially give you an injury. You can walk out here, walk out on the stairs and you can hurt yourself. Yeah. So don't be afraid of injury. It's just if it comes, if... Because it don't happen to everyone. If it comes, there's ways of dealing with it, and there's ways of coming back from it. As long as you absolutely love what you do and want to come back, it's like anything in life. If you want it enough, you will make it happen. So that's something I would say for sure. But I think it would be interesting
0: for anyone to watch those videos because, you know fear in general of not being able to do what you want to do whether you're kind of a sports player or, or not, not. Yeah. it's you know it's very kind of it'll be it's inspirational for anyone to be able to watch someone from a to get to b you know i think like you said there's so many times where you just see someone there and they've done it whether it be a football player yeah. or someone who's gone through it. you know anything kind of big in their life and you only see them at the end that's right so I mean I think it's really important to see kind of how people kind of get over their their bumps and hurdles in life
1: for sure for
0: sure so um, have there been other team members um that sure. you know who have gone through the same thing um, yeah
2: probably of majority the of the netball community yeah um has been through the same injuries because obviously females we have obviously Hips. what yeah and <laughs> you know um uh everyone goes through different changes at different times and you know some people can't don't know how to um adapt to their bodies yeah. um but things happen and it's not being afraid of again not being afraid of things happening to your body so um yeah it's a lot of girls have a lot of girls women they've done it and mm. to know that men most yeah most people most for those who have done it it's to those who have done it and then yeah. you can say you know what, they've given me good advice. Someone's advice could be for something small and then someone's advice could be something big for your your growth um, for coming back from injury. So it's always about talking to each other because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know everyone's been through the same. It might have been the smallest of an ankle twinge or like an yeah. ankle roll to an ACL um, having an operation. So um, everyone's, everyone's done it. Everyone's been in it. So actually just talk it up. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no harm in talking yeah. at all. Did you both finish school and finish your academics? Oh, finally, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. Um, I think one of the huge things for me, um, oh, for both of us, we both went, I didn't know if I wanted to go to university. That's the truth. Mm. Um, I finished school and I just wanted to play netball. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, if it wasn't for Lynn Gunson who basically scouted me and wanted me to go to University of Bath, um, I probably wouldn't wouldn't have gone Mm -hmm. so I studied sports performance I kept it within within sport um went to University of Bath and had the best time of my life yeah so finished university and actually to be honest when I I had ruptured my Achilles during that time so the last year my last year of uni um blessing in disguise that I had university because it just shows you if you don't have something behind Mm you you actually have nothing yeah um so as soon as the I ruptured my Achilles tendon my focus was yo I'm getting this first yeah yeah at university did you get the first I did not yeah. but I got a 2-1 yeah, exactly. and I was happy because I was on the yeah. third so it was like just having that kind of um mentality my dissertation got a first which was really exciting yeah, because yeah. I put my heart and soul into it but yeah overall got a 2-1 and I was very excited with that so for me personally I just felt like you know having that and um and yeah, and, and not having netball was huge because mm-hmm. it just showed you actually netball's not going to last forever. First of all, you need to have something after. But yeah, if it, if it goes just like that, what do you have? Do you two think of the future? I mean, I've spoken to a lot
0: of sports players in this, this podcast, and they, it seems very kind of prominent in the kind of sports world that you kind of have to think also about the future and, and have other things in your life. Yeah. What's kind of obviously, your, I don't know the kind of the timeline of a, a netball player, but um, are there, Do you, what's next in terms, of, obviously you've got, are you going to be playing for England? Is there a World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that what you call it? I don't yeah, know, all yeah. the terms yeah, are so different. So it's a
2: World, when's the World Cup? In July in July in so you'll be so you'll be both playing both um we'll be up for we're going up for selection so um we'll be at the moment we're in club season so we're just playing training um as hard as we can um hoping for that selection yeah um later on after the season has finished in May so um yeah we are working hard to be a part of that so fingers crossed fingers crossed um hopefully <laughs> yeah. yeah um but you know as much as you are going for that selection is doing what you do and doing it to the best of your ability, yeah. and that's exactly what we're doing. How now. many
1: players do they select? Twelve.
2: Twelve. Mm. 12. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look at you. Two, like, <laughs> there is twelve. Yeah. There's but twelve. There's, there's, there's quite a big squad as well. I think there's yes. 24 twenty four of us yeah. that um, are trying to go up for that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as as said, I think sometimes it's you have this, you know, this goal, this thing that you've been striving for your whole kind of career, um, but. If you love what you do mm. and you enjoy what you do, go hard at it and do that. That other stuff is actually out of your control. Mm-hmm. So um, you can have that thing. You can definitely go for it. But do what you love doing. Enjoy it yeah. so that nothing else really actually matters. That's just the icing on the cake, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how we kind of take it. <laughs> yeah, stunning. Well, good luck. I think we should end it. that part
0: of the podcast on that something positive
2: <laughs> girls share
0: so the next part of the podcast is girls share um Kadine and Sasha the reason I started this podcast is because I loved how my community communicated with us through their submissions it's it's really telling that girls talk is kind of created because of this the strength in our community because they are continuously sharing stories um they're authentic and raw and and honest so in this segment of the podcast I'm going to read out one of their submissions so just a heads up this submission has been shortened for the podcast but if you'd like to read the full version it's on the girls talk website this submission is from Maria who's written in letting us know how through sport her life has transformed so here we go. I spent eight years in total being a pro swimmer and it affected my life tremendously, in the best way possible. I remember running to school with my hair wet, my wet towel, my backpack, smelling like I used chlorine as a perfume. My classmates were barely able to open their eyes and while they were sound asleep, I had already made an accomplishment that day and I was going to make some more, so I was killing it in school as well. My concentration was at maximum. I was already worn out by the time I went home, but damn, I was the best. I grew up to be a six-foot-tall woman, and kids at school would try to mock me at any chance they could. I never even budged. My height was a huge advantage for a swimmer. I was like a seal. I may have looked clumsy and unproportioned on the ground, but I was killing it in the water. My body suited my goals perfectly, and I was forever grateful. Plus, I had the support of a whole team. We were all the same, and if I was different at school, I knew I had a place where I fitted perfectly. My team got to be my dearest friends for life. So in brief, sports gave me a family. Sports gave me body acceptance. Sports made me successful academically. Sports improved my relationships with my dearest friend, my mother. It gave me a better life, a happier life. I really don't know where I would be without it.
1: Wow. Yeah. That, that was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, thank
0: you so much, Maria, for that. And it is, I think, like we talked about before, I think school is such a a scary time in one's life. And I think you're always trying to fit in and whether it's like putting on all these different masks, but definitely when you're in a team, you fit perfectly. Yeah, you um, are you. You are you. Because mm. there's nothing... There's, that was
1: beautiful. There's nothing
0: man. that's taken into account except for a love for something, and you share that. Um, and on she the found pitch. her purpose, yeah. you know?
1: Like, she sounded like she embraced who she was. She didn't really care what was going on. When she was in that pool, mm-hmm. she, was she was at her element, in her element. Mm. And um, even when she went to school, she with, was at her in element. Her, yeah, yeah, everything. So yeah. she
2: didn't care where she was. It she was, was just, always in her element, she was always at her match. Yeah. And that's all anyone wants to see is everyone at that 100%. Yeah. yeah. And that's what she was giving and other people mocking or whatever. She didn't care. Yeah. yeah. And she got a goal. She had Yeah. And she got that goal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so Amazing. much,
0: Maria. That's so, that's really kind of great to hear. And anyone, I think for all our listeners to feel kind of that confidence at school and kind of really set that goal out for themselves. So thank you. Listen. So the next part of the podcast is Girls Listen. I never want the podcast to just be about us talking. I want every girl listening to walk away with a new tool of strength for them to take forward into a difficult time in their life. And I think you've both been so inspirational on everything you've said. So I want to ask you both to kind of share a tool of strength for our listeners and myself.
1: mom is just... No one is you, and that is your power. Yeah. Like, no one. Mm -hmm. You are so unique. Find what it is, find your purpose, go out and get it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy what you do, love what you do, nothing stronger than love. And believe in yourself, because without that, it's extremely hard. But find that belief and go hard with it, honestly, you can do so much when you believe in yourself. It doesn't matter what anyone says. But if this is what you want, go out and get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I think
2: it's,
0: it's with everything. <laughs> I think you. there are so many distractions in life. There are so many people on their own mm-hmm. path. And I think, you know, you can compare yourself to others. You For can sure. feel like you're on a different path or maybe it's the wrong path but you've got to in life stick to to your your, guts you stick to what you want and
1: enjoy the journey
0: and enjoy the journey because no one is you like you said and it's I know that I have never been so happy when I know that I'm doing me yeah I'm doing everything that I love and no one will get in the way of that Ever. And it's quite yeah. savage. It's quite brutal. It but is. If you try and get in the way, like shh, shh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're See just, ya. You're
1: just so on yeah. that straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. You know what you want. You're gonna go for it. And
0: because what's the point in you know waking up if you're not doing what you love? It's, Absolutely, it's, it's a waste of time, really. Exactly.
2: Like the other day when we, we were on another podcast mm. um, on BBC Five Live, yeah. and I was we were talking about obviously people were talking about body images. Actually. Social media sh- at the moment just yeah. shows what think you're supposed to look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But actually, that's not what you look like in real life. Mm-hmm. It's God made you for you, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Love you, embrace, you. embrace. Yeah, exactly. Embrace who you are. And I even said, like, look in the mirror and say, "I look good." Yeah. And I think everyone just needs to do that. I think can't. I don't care what people can be finger trolling on. Twitter, mm-hmm, Instagram, mm-hmm. they can be underneath your, like, just, they can say whatever they want to say, but it will never break you down. Sticks and stones may mm-hmm. break your bones, mm-hmm. but words will never harm you. Yeah. And those things you can always take in life. And I think that's the same thing when it comes to sport. You do what you love because you love doing it. And no one can tell you you can't do it. If someone tells you you can't, well, I can. Yeah, let me because show you I'm I can. am going to be the best that I'm going to be. Yeah. And that's... That's the way life is. You can be an architecture, (laughs) you know, and you may think you want to be that top person, and and you're not there yet, but you're growing to be that person. Mm -hmm. Keep going at it because you're gonna get there one day. You're gonna be there's gonna be bumps in that road. It's not gonna be a straight road, and you know you're gonna make it. The end of that, and I think to have that mentality.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Like no one, you know what I mean. Yeah, no yeah, one, yeah. you can't just say yeah. This is where it is, and that's it. Yeah. It's a journey. It is a journey. Embrace the journey. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like whatever the height, whatever hurdle is in the way, you're gonna jump over it. Step to the side, skip whatever you need to do, but you're gonna get over it. Yeah, because that's that's it's important. There are ups and downs within anyone's journey, and it will be tough at times, and there might be dark dark times, but you can you can come out of that. You can come forward and and find what it is that you want to do and yeah. enjoy it.
2: I have this like. Amazing quote. I read it um, mostly like monthly. Um, I write it down on because I always like to see it and read yeah. it. Um, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. That there mm-hmm, start. Sure. It's that is the quote yeah. for me and a quote that people should. It can listen to, read it, and I think it's just um, an amazing thing to to just start. Don't think about anything else. Just start being used to start being great. You're already great cuz you're already here exactly yeah. so
0: and it's about you know it's self worth it's like you know I talk to my friend a lot about it and she's on embarking on a new journey um through music and and art and it's it's about knowing your self worth it's about knowing that you deserve that place in in whatever field that you you want to be in it's you deserve to be there as is, as does everyone else but it's um it's up to you to kind of get there with everything. You know, I'm really competitive, but I'm a lot more competitive with myself. And yeah, and I know what I can do. I know what I can achieve. So every time Wicked. I don't get there, it's like... And I think that sometimes is being quite, like, self-critical. And sometimes yeah. I should probably, like, be a little Relaxed. bit kinder yeah. to myself <laughs> yeah. and relax. But it's... it's I think when... I don't want to, I spent a lot, you know, a few years of my life being very complacent and and kind of quite lazy and and not fulfilling my potential. And so now it's just always about kind of reaching my potential in any way possible. For sure. Um, And it's hard and... You know, sometimes you're like, I just can't be bothered. But yeah, it's we will have days. Yeah, like that. yeah, it's even like you know. I think it's even like the gym. You know, I I can't be bothered, <laughs> but I know I never feel worse. Yeah, yeah I always feel, feel better. Feel gra- yeah, for sure. I always feel better. Yeah, thank you both for that.
2: Girls take control.
0: The next part of the podcast is "Girls Take Control." This part is a special part of the podcast as I always like to ask my panel what they've learned. So I wanna talk about what we've all learned from each other, what we've learned from talking about all these different things.
2: Just take every opportunity Mm -hmm. um, that's given in front of you. Take it with both hands. Go as hard as you can. No matter if it's in sports, work in environment, just take everything that you can, Mm -hmm. learn from it, ask questions. And you know, speak. yeah, definitely speak up and just be you, mm-hmm. because if you're yourself, people will like you for you and not like you for being someone else, so being you and taking every opportunity possible, yeah, and for me, just control the controllables, yeah. you can't control anything else that's not in your
1: control, yeah. so whatever it is that's in front of you, take control of it and and go for it, whatever it is, um but for sure, yeah, that's. It's been an amazing experience even being here and, and even listening to the poem and, and being able to talk about things that we don't always get to talk about or share with yeah. each other. So it's been really, really nice um, to be here.
0: And I've learned, it was something you said, it's both of you have really kind of opened my eyes to lots of different things. I definitely feel like I need to join a sports team and start playing the team game oh, again. That. So I've learned that and also it was something you said Sasha about kind of your friends are always going to be there and i think that's a distraction at school but it sometimes can be a distraction like now being out of you know now being out of school it's like oh i've missed out on that i've missed out on this but a routine is key and i think it really keeps me grounded and happy and i i i know what i want in life and i think it's it's kind of what you both said i just want to stick on that journey because no one's going to do it for me. It's kind of up to myself to 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 kind of reach those goals and reach those heights, yeah. And it's so kind of inspirational sitting with you both and seeing what you're both doing and seeing the love you have for each other. And it just kind of, you know, obviously I know I love my sister, but it's... it's You can feel the pride that you both have for each other. Um, Yeah, that support, that family support, something I've, you know, also learned from watching you two kind of interact with each other yeah thanks i love sister love man love it yeah <laughs> I'd love to meet your sister yeah
1: no, together yeah. <laughs> yeah sister sister yeah, exactly.
2: girls take action
0: so usually we end it with girls take control but we're changing up and we are adding girls take action this is a new section to the girls talk podcast that we are introducing for the first time today. At Girls Talk, we want to be more than just talking and I feel really strongly that 2019 is the year of action. I want these podcasts to give you all the tools you need to to go out there and act upon your emotions and what I've talked to my panel about so that you can not only listen but really kind of go forth in whatever you're doing. So before we end, Sasha and Kadeen, I would love to get your advice on how girls can take action based on everything that we've spoken about. Maybe it can be about where you can go to play netball. Um, Yeah, any sort of advice they can take going forward.
2: So if you have already played netball but want to get back into netball, there is a Back to Netball program um, on the England Netball website and regions um, you can see where the nearest one is for you. So, so you, you just have to type in your postcode. And then it's literally, it will show you the nearest one. It could be a few, but you know, you never know. And it doesn't matter actually, Of and clubs as well. There's clubs around. You can just check your region on, you know, it's just Google really. Google is like your best friend. They have everything, um, what clubs are around when it comes to network. Everyone's got a website now, so you can definitely find out where your nearest club is and just go join, um, you know, trial it out. You don't have to um, pay, you know, just go and try. If you'd like it, carry on. Mm-hmm. If you don't, find another club. It's always something to keep going at it.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, if you just want to see netball even at its highest level, um, yeah. have, a, have a look. And there's There's plenty of games happening at the moment all over the country where you can go to your nearest Super League club and you can watch netball being played at the highest level. Um, obviously, with the Liverpool World Cup coming, you might want to watch it at the heights level mm-hmm. um, with, with England playing against all the other countries. So ha- have a look on the website as well for the World Cup netball tickets um, and have a look and see if you can, you know, come down to a game and watch it at the best.
2: Also, don't forget to watch it on TV. <laughs> we, are, we are definitely... are definitely watches it on TV. Yeah, there is coverage every, um, every Monday. week, uh, Monday, some Saturdays, yeah. but um, every Monday there is a netball game um, at six forty-five, so on, Sky, on Sports. Sky Sports. So catch it if you can. It's one hundred percent great games to watch. Um, they're all intense and they're all very close and physical um, and physical. Yeah, they're so so physical. Um, definitely, I mean, go people and catch forget. <laughs> I mean, I think they're like
0: they kind of the people who don't really know much about netball imagine us like.
2: I mean, it gets rough. This is why we go to the gym. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And
0: I think nothing opens your eyes more than watching um, sports players playing at their their best and at the kind of like highest level. I mean, that's how you can get introduced to anything. So thank you. And talk, talk, yeah, talk to someone.
2: Yeah, we're not, we're definitely not scared to talk to anyone in the crowd. So just talk to us. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Thank you both so much for being on my podcast. Obviously, you listeners aren't going to realise this, but I'm so tired. <laughs> and it has been a long week, but it nothing gives me more kind of energy than talking to amazing women that are doing amazing things. It definitely fulfills my kind of, it fulfills that need for like kind of, that like soul kind of nurturing. So thank you both so much for taking the time to sit with me on the love of my life at the moment, the Girls Talk podcast. Oh. So I hope all you listeners have taken as much as I have from this, um, from Sasha and Kadeen, um, and make sure to subscribe and keep on listening and make sure to have a look at what both Sasha and Kadeen are doing um, and maybe you can start playing netball, start some sort of sports in your life. So as always... Mad, mad, mad amounts of love. We may have stopped talking, but that doesn't mean you have to. Talk to us on our Instagram at Girls Talk, or send us your poetry, essays, stories, artwork, or anything else you want to share at girlstalk.com. Mad love to Nike for helping us to create such great chat and even better actions for our girls. We are always here and we're always listening. I'm Adjoa Boa. This was the Girls Talk podcast and you are amazing.